Welcome to Chasing Chips Podcast. Um, pretty much, sons are doing their thing. It's a really good job yes, by sir. you guys. You guys are doing a really good job, and um, it's very interesting to see that uh, people are trying to pick y'all for the number one. I'm not one of those people. I still don't think y'all are good enough to beat the Denver Nuggets. I don't think y'all are good enough to beat the Los Angeles Clippers. So there it is. That's my thoughts. Yeah, thanks for your take there, Charles. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, I, it comes, my reaction to that is, uh, might surprise you, but I actually, um, respect your decision to give credit to the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets themselves have notoriously been undervalued and, uh, they are the reigning champs. So I think there is an element of, Hey, you gotta be the best. You gotta beat the best, you know? So uh, I get that. I'm not necessarily sold on the Suns yet. Um, I would have to see them in action. Let's watch some games first, right? Right. Uh, Rome right. wasn't created overnight, or whatever the fuck the saying is. You get it. Um, I think to say that the Clippers are better, yeah. Um, for I mean, in a in a vacuum, yeah, the Clippers are better, but in a vacuum. I'd say that it rarely happens that the Clippers are ever healthy. So, I mean, I hate to bring that card up, but like that is the notorious kind of element uh, that is constantly in your way. And I hope that you guys have a healthy season so we can finally like put that to rest uh, on who's better. Uh, I'd love to match up with you guys in the playoffs uh, with a healthy roster uh, as well as our, us being healthy. That'd be great. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, back to the nuggets. I think, they have gotten worse from last year. They lost Bruce Brown. And I don't think they've gotten they've had any like great signings that have really joined the team. Uh so I think their bench is gonna be young. And it's just about players like Christian Brown and others that are um going to step up. Is, Je- is Je- Jeff Green still there? I don't even think that he's No, I, think I don't he think left. he's there. He went to the Rockets and then So there's... they lost a veteran. They lost Bruce Brown. Like those players were both like pretty significant with uh, coming off their bench. So, in my mind, Jokic is still the greatest uh, in the NBA, but they got worse. Uh, the Suns got significantly better. You know, we upgraded Chris Paul to Bradley Beal. Say with say what you want about the the deal and our options and what we chose to do. Right, right. We did get better. Bradley Beal is significantly better than Chris Paul, uh, and we also got a much better bench you know it hit all the three points we wanted to focus on defense size and shooting and we did all that you know we got two of the top five three-point shooters in the league with Damian Lee and then uh, Yudanabe and then we got size with Bates Diop we got scoring with Eric Gordon Uh, we got some defense with Drew Eubanks and and uh, Metu and stuff so I think we actually had a pretty solid uh, summer thus far and now it's just about seeing it in action and staying healthy. So I think we're in the top tier as far as contenders for the championship. And I don't think yeah. it's dumb to put us at number one. I didn't say it was dumb. I don't think it's dumb. I don't. You were thinking I, it, though. 
I, I am thinking. <laughs> I am thinking it. I am thinking it's, it does float in the back of my mind because all those guys you just named are so young. They're just so young and unproven that Ooh. I don't really think Eric Gordon. Oh my gosh! Okay, Eric Gordon is cool. That's a good. That was a nice button to all the other un, like young guys. Bradley Bill. I'm not. I'm talking about all the other guys. The top three guys is not going to win you a championship. We all know you keep playing with saying this doesn't matter about the guys that are on the bench or anything like that, but go step it up. Everybody got three good players. Everybody is in a top tier in the league, got three solid players. You know what I'm saying? Not it's, not our three, though. Now, I mean, it, there's a difference between having three solid players and having three potential all-stars. Potential? Okay. We're in the West now, so Bradley Bill's not making an all-star team. Devin Booker. That's why I said Potential. Yeah, and there's no potential Booker's there. Probably gonna get in there. Devin Booker's for sure gonna get in there Devin unless, he, unless most, he gets hurt. Yeah, I know you. You would be sorry he wouldn't make it again. <laughs> well, I mean, if he gets hurt, is not. I mean, I understand. Yeah, I understand that, but I know you came on the Clippers saying that if if we get hurt, yeah, that's always the biggest thing. That was our thing is being healthy, and that's that's why I love the Russell Westbrook sign. You know, he's durable. He plays every single game. You know, I'm hoping we don't trade Terrence Mann. He plays 81 games last season. He's a good guy off the bench. Am I going to miss Norman Powell? I will. That would weaken our bench a little bit and make us kind of young, but not as young as y'all. You know what I'm saying? And it's not as young as the Denver Nuggets, almost. You know, it's it's they're also young on the the pretty much the team that has like a very good bench that's not super young. Well, no, I don't think – I think everybody has that way. I think everybody spends so much money on the top three like players that things, the bench dude. has to be young and vets. All, all things, there has to be balance, right? You have to there have to a balance of vets and some young guns that fill in the gap and uh, know their role and are sparks off the bench with their high energy. You know, you saw Christian Brown – do it for the Nuggets. He was huge for them. Uh, so every championship team needs at least two young prospects or young players that are somewhat unproven to step up. You so know, stepping up. So for the Clippers, I feel like Terrence Mann, if we if he doesn't get traded, will be a guy that steps up for us. I think the yeah. guy that steps up for the Nuggets is a Peyton Watson. You know, a guy played at UCLA, didn't get a lot of minutes last year, but is really good, a really good player, and I feel like. That's why they're banking on not they haven't grabbed too many other people because they banking on him stepping up, you know, this That's coming fair. season. Who who think, is uh, your this, who is your guy? Young guy. I that think you it's gonna be uh my boy Yuta Wetnabi. And okay. uh and I think Bates Diop is actually gonna uh shine this year. I think this is his uh he's he played for the Spurs last season and he was coming off the bench, but then had uh created a starting role for himself under Pops coaching you know so that's Mm -hmm. something and i feel like he is a great uh cutter after watching some like film to be honest i don't really watch that many spurs game last year i think many people did but you know watching some game film it seems like he he's got seven three wingspan he's uh, like six eight six nine or something like that and he's a great cutter great defender and um can actually hit threes like i think he shot like somewhere around 39 40 percent three but he's only yeah. like two two shots per game so we'll see i don't know those are my breakout candidates for the suns i think uh 
that's solid. I mean, we got we got three point shooting around, and then we got defense. We got size. So, what else can you ask for? That's great uh, work by James Jones. I applaud you, sir. What about the rest of the Pacific Division? We're a big Pacific Division. The Kings are the Kings. They've done. They don't really need to make too much changes. They're really good. You know what I'm saying? Yep. The so what's your what about what do you think about the Lakers additions? They did almost the same thing like the Suns. They picked up a whole bunch of people to fill out that bench. You know what I'm saying? They re-signed D'Lo. They re-signed Austin Reeves. They also got Cam Reddish. You know, so yeah. Who? What do you? What do you take on? Do you think they're? I think Stephen A. Smith just said that he sees them being in the conference finals again next year. I think not, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they did well. I think mm-hmm. they have done well since letting go of Westbrook, to be honest. Um, yeah. They midseason made some good trades. Um, and then over the summer, they made some great additions. I think picking up Gabe Vincent was a great pickup. I do worry about the LeBron effect a little bit. And, you know, I know it's kind of like, whatever at this point. But I think there is something said about like, you know, players that go over and play with LeBron and then somehow hit a, they have like um, a dent in their statistical output, you know? So like, do I expect Gabe Vincent to like make a jump going to the Lakers? No, I actually uh, expect the opposite. I don't know. I don't know why. I just have a hunch that like, I don't think, I think Gabe Vincent is like the peak of his career was with this heat run. And I think he's gonna mm. he's gonna go down with the Lakers, and then he's gonna get uh, traded, or something's gonna happen. He's gonna go to another team, and then he'll like flourish again. I just oh. I've seen it too many times with like LeBron's teammates, um, and then also with Cam Reddish. Hold on, 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 hold on. You can't just go to another player after saying something as ridiculous as that. Gabe yeah. Vincent averaged nine points a game. You're focused on the playoffs with him. He had a good playoffs. I give him that. Right. And you think exactly. That I think that's going to transition to how he plays with the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? He only averaged nine points a game <laughs> this season. I think he definitely averages double digits this season. I think he definitely averages at least 12 to 15 points a game. I think he gets enough run. I think he gets way more minutes than he was getting. He only played, what, 25 minutes a game? Oh, okay, never mind. He might still get 25 minutes a game. But I think he scores... Because of LeBron effect. I'm the opposite end. I'm, I think he's going to get more looks because LeBron will find him in the corner or on the wing to knock down a three, especially with a guy, another guy like AD. I, the thing of the difference that I see is that Bam doesn't get double team as much as AD does. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy Butler doesn't call over a double team like LeBron does. So I think Gabe gets more shots up and averages more this season. I don't, Same I, don't, I don't agree. I think um, I, you, yeah, saw what happened with Malik Beasley. you saw what happened with Malik Beasley, right? You know, everyone got like pumped about like getting Malik Beasley. Like he was uh, known as a sharpshooter and stuff like that. And then he comes over to the Lakers and then he like plays one or two good games. And then he just like shits the bed. And then like next thing you know, he's on a different team. He was playing I the think, same position as Austin Reeves, though. Like he wasn't getting no run because Austin Reeves started playing Gabe better. Vincent, Gabe Vincent plays. Yo. I mean, you can argue Gabe that Vincent's guards are – Guards can are flexible. I would say I think about it more yeah. in a positionless basketball. I don't think Gabe Vincent is a true point guard. Like I, I think, I don't. I don't agree. I don't agree. I think that's going to. That's what's going to. I mean, that's what's going to be. I his think role. okay. 
I think it's going to be uh, D'Lo and uh, Gabe Vinson and Austin Reeves and Max Christie all um, sharing minutes, you know, and I think it's going to be a little crowded and I just don't see, um, I think right now the team is a little bit crowded and I don't see any of the guards like really flourishing. Like, Wait, I, I don't know. What type of depth chart are you looking at? Gabe Vincent is definitely the backup to D'Lo. Austin Reeves is starting. You know what I'm saying? Also, so it's like I know, but we're talking about rotations, right? We're talking about like just general minutes. There's only there's only so many minutes on the on the floor, right? For right, guards, yes, it's yeah, four, okay. yes, forty two minutes. So right? you I mean, have four. 40, you have four players right minutes, there. Eight minutes. You have four players that can bring up the ball, not even including Anthony Davis, LeBron James, when they decide to bring up the ball, right? Anthony Davis barely brings up the ball. Okay, but LeBron James, he does. Okay, that's why you right. surround so that's, that's more touches getting taken away from the point guard, right? You know, so then you have then you have four guards now that are all sharing minutes in my mind. You know, so I'm like, Austin Reeves is going to get his, you know, because he's the, um, you know, the the child of LA now. Like he is the uh, the angel he's, of LA. Like he's I wouldn't say he's the angel of LA. I just think he's more aggressive with the ball in his hands off the dribble. Then yeah, I think he's more yeah. aggressive. I think that's the reason why he scores more. It's because he's more aggressive, draws more fouls than D'Lo and Gabe. So I think that's why he'll thrive a little bit more. Okay. And you know you don't like Austin because he draw he, he he draws some like he gets superstar calls, and that's why you don't like him. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean I don't I I don't. It's not that I don't like Austin Reeves. I respect him. I just think that it's apparent that with white NBA players that are not like just centers, um, they tend to get a lot more uh, publicity and stardom. Um, like any guard, oh, in LA. any, any white, any white guard, uh, you saw it with, uh, what's his name uh, that went to the bulls? Uh, bald guy. You know I was Caruso. Yeah. I was Caruso, you know, you saw it. So but any, 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 any spit. white guard that goes to like the- a big name team, like they get like publicized and like you know spotlighted uh, an ungodly amount, and yeah. they also get calls. Um, and it's just, I just it's just it's just interesting. That's all go I gotta ahead. say. No, go ahead. Be real about it. You know what it is. It's interesting. <laughs> it's, it is very interesting. But yeah. I definitely understand that. But the thing is that usually the guys like the white guys that play in these big cities and go somewhere else, they usually fall off. And I'll give it to Alex Caruso. That he hasn't fell off as being as a premier. No, no, no. He's still talking sure about, about that. Still I don't know. T- I haven't heard shit about he, Alex Caruso because since he the, went to Chicago. Because the Bulls suck. But but he's still known as one of the best premier defenders, perimeter defenders in the league. Like it's still like if you if you ask NBA players who's a top five perimeter defender, Alex Caruso name comes up every single time. So that's why I don't think he fell off. He's still one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. I'm not saying talent fall off. I'm not saying talent fall off. I'm saying spotlight. You know, like he, Alex Caruso was mentioned on ESPN nearly every day, I felt like, whenever he was playing for the Lakers, right? Yeah, they were winning. Okay, but then the second he goes to another team, you don't hear one, one report on Alex Caruso. Because they were losing. They were losing, and he got hurt for the season. He's been injury. He's been injured off again. I'm de- I'm gonna defend Alex Caruso because I think he's really good. 
I think okay. I would love to have an Alex Cruz on my team. But you can't Anyways, go around naming. Back, look to, at, back to my point. Back the to my Portland point. Trailblazers don't want Tyler Hero. You see that. Dame not going to Portland because they're like, nah, we good. We don't want Tyler. Because Tyler, we all know Tyler's Tyler in Miami, Boy, but Tyler, Tyler somewhere else. But if, but if Tyler, no, but if Tyler wasn't uh, hurt uh, or if he didn't have those injury concerns, then more teams would be, on, uh, you know, about it. But and he also has a pretty big contract. I think that contract was a little uh, inflated. And Duncan so Robinson it's a bad contract, good. and uh, he's you know got the injury concerns. But I still think feel like Tyler Hero is. Um, if we're comparing white guards, I think I would take Tyler Hero over Austin Reeves. Oh, do you not agree? Oh man! Yeah. Oh my god! Like, you gotta get me out of here. Yes, 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 yes. But. Okay. but I will still Austin Reeves is gaining traction, gaining on on Tyler Hero. Okay, I'll give you that. But anyways, back to my point. I think that one of those guards is going to fall off, and we can remove um, what's his name, Max Christie, Max Christie, because he's unproven. I still I I think Max Christie is going to be a great pickup for him. But anyways, he's unproven, uh, so we'll remove him out of there. So between Austin Reeves, D'Lo, and Gabe Vincent. One of them for sure is going to have an all-time low career season. I'm just saying. There's too many. There's too many guards uh, go, for, for how how much LeBron brings up the ball. I will. I will probably lean more towards Austin because there's more tape. Like you said, there's more spotlight. A lot of guys that are coming in the league are going to want to stop an Austin Reeves so they can like be like they kind of get their notoriety and things like that. I think there's a lot more of a bullet on Austin Reeves than anybody else that we just named. I feel yeah. like. I don't think anybody's going to be Dude, coming at Gabe Vincent. Vincent. I'm thinking Gabe, Gabe Vincent, Vincent is going to uh, – he's not going to thrive in this system. Mm, I think Austin Reeves is already – he already knows the system. He already is familiar with it. I think Gabe Vincent is right, going to be very different so, than Miami. Yeah, yeah, it is. And we're both on the opposite ends. You think Gabe Vincent is going to take a step back? I think Austin Reeves is going to take a step back. All right, we'll yeah. see what happens. Now, CP3 to the Warriors before we get on out of here. I got to hop in a meeting and things like that. Sorry, people doing this crazy stuff. But mm. you can probably should edit that out. Anywho, one minute. Jeez. Okay, we're, we're busy. Hey, listen, we're, hey, we're busy men. We got to pay the <laughs> yeah. bills. You know, sorry yeah. to break it to everybody. The podcast don't pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, uh, Chris Paul to the Warriors. I think it's going to work. That's pretty much it. I can't really what say is, what how it's going to work. What does work I mean? It, I think I think Chris Paul's going to lead that second unit. I think Draymond gets on the floor a lot more often with CP3 and not being split in time. He said that on the pod, podcast, be like how he's had he had 15 minutes less with Steph last year because he had to split time between the A team and the B team. So now with Chris on, can he can probably man that A that B team and slow that B team down? You know, at his pace, which could, would help. So that is why I think it works. As a Suns fan who's been watching Chris Paul for the past three years, right? Yes. And then you're a Clippers fan, so you, he was on the Clippers for what uh, about like six, seven years, something like that. Um, I don't, I don't know what that means. Like it'll work. Yeah, it could work at times, um, but ultimately. Chris Paul going to get hurt in the playoffs like he does every year for the past, what, uh, like eight years uh, minus the Thunder. Um, oh, okay. So I think that 
it's like clockwork, you know, death taxes and Chris Paul getting hurt in the playoffs. So does it move the needle? Does it work in the playoffs? Does it help them get to championship contention? No, mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think they should have made another move. I think they should have got some more young talent. Uh, I think they have too many ball handlers now with Steph and uh, Chris Paul. And yeah, I think Chris Paul brings a lot to a team, but does it ever give them over the hump at his age now? I don't believe so. I don't think it's possible. Yeah, I don't. The only thing I agree most of that. The only thing I think with a Warriors team, you can never not have, not have too many ball handlers, especially when you got shooters like you got, like you got Steph and Clay. You know, the more the less Clay has to throw the ball, is the better. The less effort he has to spend, even Steph, he's getting older. The less he has to spend dribbling the ball and just run around and shoot, the better for him. You know what I'm saying? I think Chris Paul is a person you're not looking for him to score a bunch of points anymore. You're really looking for him to dish and dribble, like bro. Yeah, I know, but I'm listen, I'm not comparing D'Lo and Chris Paul, but everybody remembers what happened when D'Lo went out there to the Warriors, right? I mean, yes, it didn't work. Yes. You know, yeah, so you no. had another point guard, you added him to the system, and it didn't work. You know, again, I'm not comparing the two, but I'm just saying you throw in a, uh, another point guard into that system, I don't think it's going to work. So, whatever, we'll, we'll find out. We will find out. Well, at the end of the day, what we've all we've been saying for a while now is that Pacific Division is the best division in basketball. Uh, even though we didn't win the chip, nobody won the chip last year. But I guarantee one of us winning the chip this year. Somebody in the Pacific Division getting the chip this year. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, we're gonna continue to dominate no one in the, the East, Pacific Division. No one in the East. I'm worried about. I will always say the Bucks because I respect Drew and you know and Giannis and things like that. But that's the only team in the East. But we, Pacific Division got it this year. Denver is the only hope for anybody else to win. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be between Denver Clippers and the Suns, honestly. For for the championship, not just the Western Conference uh, finals, mm. I think it's going to be the, the one of those three teams in the championship. So calling it now, one of those three teams is going to win the championship: Clippers, and, Suns, or Nuggets. Boom! And you already know who we're going for personally. <laughs> so there's no <laughs> so there's no reason to like who would it be? Pick one. You know who we're going to pick. That's true. I'm going to pick the Clippers. He's going to pick the Suns, and we'll take and our, the field to us is the Denver Nuggets. So true. There it is. Chasing chips. Hope you enjoyed it. Quick one, 22 minutes. Hope y'all have a great week. We'll be back. If more NBA news happens, James Harden gets traded to the Lakers or the Suns pick up somebody crazy in that last spot. Yeah, Harden getting traded to the Clippers. We'll see. We will see. Good old ass. (laughs) 